you have this press conference after the Royal Rumble, which is this annual, they used to call them pay-per-view events, and now, you know, premium live event. Um, it's a semi-big deal. It's an annual thing. It's been around for a while. And they have this Royal Rumble acting like nothing is happening. And then afterward, they have a press conference where, you know, Cody Rhodes is the first person. He's a professional wrestler who had just had a big match that night. He's the first person who is asked a question about the Vince McMahon allegations, which I really feel bad for Cody. Say what you will about Cody Rhodes to put him on the firing line like that and give him no script, give him no lawyer thing to read. It was really kind of remarkable to see. And then after he was done kind of hemming and hawing and saying, well, it's not really my place. And look, we're all trying to look on the positive side. That, that makes sense for an athlete like Cody Rhodes. He's not making decisions. But then eventually the microphone turns over to Paul Levesque, Triple H. And he gives an opening statement. And I kept thinking, oh, this next sentence, he's going to say something about Vince. And you're watching it. And he keeps saying, like, we're turning a new page or, you know, we're starting a new era. And it's like it reminds me of the Attitude Era, which was this period around the turn of the millennium when WWF was very popular. But he's not talking about Vince. He's just talking about the in-universe narrative of what's happening in WWE, essentially. And then eventually it finally goes to questions. First question isn't even about it. Eventually, we get to questions, uh, a bunch of questions from journalists asking about the Vince McMahon allegations. And Triple H's response was basically, I mean, he, Brandon Thurston of WrestleNomics, an excellent reporter, asked him point blank, did you read the lawsuit? Did you read the lawsuit? And this is 24 hours plus after, you know, 48 hours since the lawsuit came out, 24 since Vince has been ousted. And he says, Triple H says, I did not. I did not. And he said, I'm, you know, we had a great match, matches here tonight, et cetera, et cetera. I'm trying to focus on the positives. And I just cannot imagine that the C-suite of Endeavor is going to go, oh, this old wrestling figure is somebody that we can trust to be a public face of this company, you know? Now, I could be wrong. A lot of these people have gotten out of crazy, uh, you know, predicaments, but I have to have my suspicions that the new corporate suits are not going to be respectful of the business, as as people often refer to the wrestling industry. In your book, you talk about uh, neo kayfabe as a way that the tr traditional kayfabe has evolved, and the way that people see wrestling and oh well, it's all it's all fake. But what if this is real? And it's just a totally inverted premise. How do you rationalize what you're seeing from from Triple H? him trying to use just like, oh, hey, we're all here for this event. We're just here for this event, trying to deflect from actual reporting, real criticism of someone who has been a prolific force throughout the, that organization's existence. I mean, and how do you legal liability for everybody. You right. Know? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, how do you, do you see this as him trying to kind of leverage this neo-kayfabe for personal and business uh, purposes Absolutely. or it was it was one of the most amazing moments of neo kayfabe that I've ever seen because here's I'll, I'll I'll struggle to describe it because it involves so many layers of meta text that press conference you have the layer of the inarguable fictional text which is the wrestling matches that happened that night right 
They're predetermined. Nobody's arguing that a Montreal screw job happened that night. It all went according to plan. Now, was it great? That's a separate question. But that's the part that's definitely text. But then you get the layer of meta text that WWE has been capitalizing on for the past 20 odd years, which is, hey, let's have a press conference afterwards and we'll act like that part is real. But the press conference is just as much a work and it always is um, as anything else that happens in the ring. It's just that in that they're allowed to sort of bend or at least, you know, phase through the walls of reality and make it seem as though this is a, but you're just advancing the meta narrative of like, Oh, we're having a real turnaround year at WWE. Now, of course, this all sounds familiar to sports fans because sports has picked up a lot from wrestling in terms of generating narratives like that. Um, but that was what he was trying to do was go into this neo kayfabe zone where it's like, well, we all had fun in games, kids. We all saw the me- we all saw the fiction, and now it's time for the nonfiction where we talk about the dedication that all of these wrestlers have and how a new era that's as good as the Attitude Era is about to happen. And then in this bizarre moment, real reality non-kayfabe not just neo-kayfabe but utterly non-kayfabe reality just bursts through and you can hear some of these reporters i felt terrible for them because most of them are from what i mean what remains of journalism right now at all but you have these people who are just freelancers for wrestling blogs i mean it's not like these people in the press seats at this press conference are you know msnbc it's it's low it's small budget wrestling blogs that get these press passes and you can see all these reporters going i don't want to lose my access because that's all this site relies on but do i ask about it and some of them did some of them didn't you know some of them asked total softball kayfabe questions and there i'm sure you know zygazunt you have to hustle the way you have to hustle i guess but i really do admire the bravery of some of the reporters who just went straight at it and said you know one of the questions was how can your employees feel safe thanks for checking out the insurgents what you just heard was a free preview to get access to the rest of this episode head on over to insurgentspod.com where you can subscribe for as little as five bucks a month your support goes a long way to keeping this show going and as a thank you you get an extra episode every week insurgentspod.com to learn more